In the culture of St. Paul's time, it was common that women and children and slaves would submit to the head of the family. But here today, uh, St. Paul uh, is saying quite clearly that now in Christ, this submission is two ways. It's got to be mutual. He says, give way, submit to one another in obedience out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another. Wives, just as the church submits to Christ, so you should submit to your husbands. But husbands, you should love your wives just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for her to make her holy. This is sometimes a little bit of a... um, a tricky reading for some to kind of get their heads around. But it's important that we recognise that, that Paul is only asking wives to submit to their husbands because he's, he's asking husbands to die for their wives, right? It's mutual submission is the point. He sums it up at the end, huh? He says, to sum up, to you, to each one of you, must love his wife as he loves himself and let every wife respect her husband. Mutual, a mutual trusting, a mutual caring, a mutual sacrificing for the other. Two ways. The same is true, St Paul goes on to say, we didn't hear it today, but it comes just after this text. He says the same is true with parents and children, with masters and slaves. It's got to be mutual. No more of this just bowing to the head. It's got to be mutual. That's the way of Christ. Now, St. Paul was not just uh, advocating for this mutual care and love and honouring just to create the peace, right? This wasn't just so, you know, just to keep the harmony. (laughs) The reason St. Paul was um, speaking into this area and, and trying to advocate for this unity was because this is what we're created for. We're created to love and to be loved in return. We, 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 we're created for unity, right? To, uh, f- to live in harmony with one another, to live in the service of others. We're created in the image of a God who is triune, who is relationship. This is when we're most fully human. When our... Respect and honour and love is two ways. This, this unity of, in our relationships is the greatest sign of the kingdom of God. Jesus spoke about the kingdom in the gospel today. Huh? This is the sign of it. It's not necessarily that we're going out and helping the poor. It is that. Uh, it's not necessarily that we're coming to church and praying. And, it is that. That's part of it. But the greatest sign... I would suggest, is unity in our relationships, mutual love and care and service and honouring and respect, self-sacrificing for one another. That is also the greatest way that we give glory to God. 
This is where our relationship with Christ is so important because we cannot, we have no hope of living and loving like Christ without Christ in our lives, right? <laughs> we can try, but as we've probably all experienced, we quickly become pretty overwhelmed and burnt out and bitter and cynical because <laughs> we're trying to do it all in our own strength, right? The key to loving in the way that Paul is, is urging us to today is uh, to grow in our heart knowledge and our, in our heart encounter with the love of God, which we find in Christ, right? I want to give you a little example of how this works. One of the reasons why we struggle to love one another and to live in harmony and to mutual respect and honouring uh, is because we, we just lack trust, Right? We're insecure and we lack trust. And so when we, when, we, when, when we don't really trust others, we take control, don't we? And when we're controlling, it's very hard to love others. It's very hard to honour and respect others because we're too busy trying to control things and, and, and you know, make things okay. But as we come to encounter the love of God, you know, as, as, as we... Um, we receive the mercy of God and we just, as we recognise the faithfulness of God in our lives, it, it sort of settles our hearts. It helps us to trust. It helps us to let go. It reassures us that, okay, everything will be okay. I don't have to control everything. I don't have to control everyone. And, and we can begin to, to respect and, and create room for others and, and, and stop trying to make everyone be who we think they should be, <laughs> right? Just one little example of how Christ in us enables us to, 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 to love like him. It's Christ that loves in us and Christ that loves through us. So we need to open our hearts often to this love. St. Paul says that the love of God is poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit or through or in the Holy Spirit. So let's pray, huh? Regularly. Come, Holy Spirit, fill my heart with, with the love of God. I give you permission, Spirit, just to overwhelm me with the love of Christ. And, and consciously receive that love, yeah? That's a beautiful way of praying. Just, just, just receiving the love of God, receiving it, receiving it into your heart, into your brokenness, into your wounds, into your lack of trust into those relational tensions. Allow it to overwhelm you. And then the love will flow. It won't happen all at once, right? We're not going to be beautiful, perfect lovers at once. For some reason, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Jesus said in the gospel today, huh? The kingdom of God is like a, a mustard seed or a little bit of yeast. It grows over time, right? Our self-sacrificing love our honouring of others, our trusting, it happens bit by bit. 